What's up, friends? Welcome to Life's a Beach with Megan Desart. This podcast is all about outgrowing your bullshit, unlocking those self-limiting beliefs that are hindering you from stepping into your greatness. I'm here to help you have massive breakthroughs in your life so you can step into your power and go out there and create a life that you're absolutely obsessed with. Buckle up, friends. Life's not a bitch. Life is a beach. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome to this week's episode of Life's a Beach. I am so honored, grateful, excited to be hanging out with you this week. And it's a topic that I feel that a lot of people don't really talk about because sometimes we don't even realize that (laughs) there's a problem or that it's an issue. Where are all my overachievers? Where are all of my people who are addicted to achievements? And what do I mean by that? It's you constantly are chasing after goal after goal. You feel like if you're not in production mode or productivity 24-7, like squeezing every second out of every hour of every day, being, you know, chasing after those goals, chasing after those achievements, you feel anxiety, maybe frustration, maybe you feel less than, maybe you feel like your worth is in question. This was me for years and years and years, and I'm still in recovery. I'm a recovering overachiever. And I spent so many years hustling for my worth. And I felt like if I was achieving, I was worthy. If I was achieving, I'd be loved. If I was achieving, I'd be recognized. And I got into this online space, you know, nine years ago, almost nine years ago. And, you know, network marketing does a great job of recognizing people for their achievements. But what that does to someone who's already addicted to achievement, it really can create this whole hustle culture and this mindset that if I'm not in the limelight, if I'm not, you know, hitting all these big ranks, if I'm not constantly hitting all these big goals and achieving and producing, then something must be wrong with me. And I lived this way and in this mindset for so long that I didn't even realize on a conscious level that I was hustling for my worth that if I wasn't in achievement mode or chasing after huge goals or being the best, the absolute best, then I didn't feel worthy. I didn't realize that I was trying to fill a void with external achievements, with hitting goals. And when it felt good to hit goals, it felt good to be in hustle mode. It felt good to be a high achiever because then I was recognized. And that fills one of our basic human needs which is significance. Everyone wants to feel significant, which is one of our six basic human needs. And so my brain, because I already was addicted to achievement, I was already looking to fill a void. I would just skip from one achievement to the next, one achievement to the next. And I didn't even really sit and feel a sense of accomplishment or like, hey, way to go, girl. Look what you just did. It was like, nope, what's next? What's the next achievement? until I was at the absolute top, the absolute best. And then when I got there, I still felt a void because I didn't realize 
that I had to look at my own self-worth issues and that achievements and hitting goals weren't going to fill that for me. No matter how many achievements I did, how many goals I crushed, I still didn't feel worthy. It didn't fill that void for me. And so I spent my whole life on this sort of this hamster wheel of hustling for my worth. And it, you know, I've been really doing a lot of work on this probably in the last year, mostly of feeling worthy because I'm worthy. You're worthy on day one, just as much as you are worthy on your last day on this earth. You are worthy because you're worthy. No achievement, no goal makes you worthy. Not, you know, being in production mode 24-7 makes you worthy. And so I had to go within. I had to really look within about finding my own worth, learning how to love myself, whether I was achieving or not. And, you know, it's funny because even doing things that I thought were, you know, filling my cup personal development, my miracle morning, you know, the meditation, it still was production. It was still like a box that I was checking for the day, right? Even when I thought, oh, this is me taking care of myself. This is my self-care, my workouts, my walks, my personal development. It was still in production mode. It was still like to be successful, to achieve something. It was still goal-oriented. Even the times that I thought, oh, this is my self-care, I'm filling my cup. No, it was actually still goal-oriented. Goal it was still me checking a box of something I had to do and squeezing as much as I could into every single possible day. And when I had any downtime or when I wasn't doing that, I felt this uneasy feeling. I'll call it anxiety. And, you know, I've done so much work in this that it really hit me this week when my daughter earlier this week came down with something and she was in a lot of pain. She needed my undivided attention. She really needed me to be there for her. And normally I would still be working around, you know, the sickness or, you know, trying to still be productive and not feeling like I could just be there in the moment with her, but I'd be like, you know, in the moment with her, but I'd be on my phone answering emails or answering messages or working my business in some way, shape or form. And the last few days when she was sick, I didn't. I set it all down. And it was probably one of the first times that I recognized that, oh my gosh, I'm just here for her. I'm intentionally not working. I'm just being here in the moment with her. And I didn't feel uneasy. I didn't feel anxiety around that. Normally, I would feel really uncomfortable because I wasn't in production mode. I wasn't achieving things. And in the past, if I were to ever take a rest day or if, you know, one of my kids was sick or even on vacation, my conscious brain would be like, it's okay. It's a rest day. You deserve this. It's just one day. But my primal subconscious brain, my old brain would be like, oh no, girl, you need to be in production mode 24 seven. If you're not producing, you're not worthy. And so some of the things that have helped me kind of overcome this achievement addiction is to get really quiet with myself and to ask myself questions like, who would I be or who am I without this achievement attached to my name? And learning that and really understanding that I'm worthy 
without any of it. If I hadn't achieved anything that I've achieved, I'm still the same worthy human. Whether you're addicted to drugs living on the street or whether you're speaking on stages to millions, you are the same worthy human. You're worthy of love. You're worthy of support. You're worthy because you are. And no achievement, no goal is going to help fill that void for you. You need to get okay with yourself and ask yourself, you know, who am I without this achievement? Explore who you are as a person, the gov- the loving, giving, generous side of you. Not the masculine en- energy who's always running for the next goal, who's always on the road to achievement, but get quiet with yourself because you need to learn to love yourself and fill that void with your own self-love and your own self-worth. And then you can still run for the achievements. I'm always going to be goal-oriented. You know, I'm always going to do the things that I love to do that fill my cup that are also goal-oriented. You know, it's about awareness. So when I was talking earlier about the things that I that I thought, oh, I'm, these are self-care moments, right? Me listening to personal development while I'm working out. I was still trying to cram everything I could, goal-oriented, checking a box into my day. Am I still going to do that? Yes. But it's the awareness that it's not because I'm doing it because I'm not worthy. I'm worthy whether I do that or not. And sometimes it's okay to just listen to music while I work out or go on a walk quietly without cramming in the personal development and just listening to my own thoughts. But it's the awareness piece, right? I am still going to run and and go for goals and achieve goals and be an achiever. But I'm not doing it because I'm hustling for my worth. I'm not doing it feeling like if I don't hit that goal, that I'm less than, that I'm not worthy. I used to run after goal after goal after goal. And if I didn't hit it, it was such a hard hit on my ego and my worth. I was like, I felt like the biggest loser, the biggest piece of crap ever if I didn't accomplish it. And now I'm okay if I don't hit a goal. I know that my worth is not tied to my goals. My worth is not tied to my production. So if I'm going after a goal and I don't hit it or I come up short, I don't let it totally derail my my feelings about myself. I don't give it meaning that doesn't need to be there. I'm not associating a meaning of my worth because I didn't hit a goal. It's just I didn't hit a goal. I came up short. Changed my approach right? Keep going. Try again. Get up. It's not like, oh my gosh, I didn't hit this goal. And now the, you know, the world is ending around me because that's how I used to feel. And a lot of achievement addicted people feel that way because they're, they tie their worth and their love for themselves so heavily on that goal or that achievement that when they don't hit it, it, it just crumbles them. They make it mean something about themselves, that they're not worthy, they're less than. And then when they do achieve the goal, they don't even feel it. They don't even stop and celebrate it. They're just like, okay, check the box. What's next? And the beautiful thing about not tying your worth to your achievements and learning to love yourself and learning and knowing, a deep inner knowing that I'm worthy because I'm worthy. When I actually hit a goal, when I do achieve something, 
oh my gosh, I appreciate it so much more. I celebrate it. I stop and smell the roses for a minute. I stop and celebrate it and say, oh my gosh, look what we just did. You did this, right? Instead of going, okay, what's next? I didn't even give myself credit where credit was due. And you can probably relate to that if you're addicted to achievement. But I want you to know that your achievement and your worth are two totally separate things. Just because you don't achieve something does not mean you are not worthy. You are worthy as a human. You are worthy of everything. Love, support, your own self-love. And I think that's so important to realize and become aware of that. I just wasn't aware for so many years. I just thought I'm an overachiever. That's what I do. I succeed and I win because I win. But there were so many reasons why I was trying to fill a void. I was trying to fill that significance piece. And it felt good to achieve. Like I was saying earlier, that if you're an achiever and you achieve something and you get all this recognition for it, your brain, that's a, your, your brain finding evidence. See? Yep. Achieving is good. Keep being an overachiever. Keep running, hustling, girl, because now you're getting recognition for it. So it's just filling that, right? It's that self-fulfilling prophecy. And again, it's filling that need for feeling significant, feeling important. You can feel important and significant and AKA worthy without the achievements. And you can still be an achiever. Two totally separate things, right? And you have to like learn the discernment and learn the awareness around that. Like, why are you doing this? Are you achieving to feel worthy and fill a void? Or do you already feel worthy? Do you already feel significant? You already feel, you know, self-love and you're achieving because it's something that you want to accomplish outside of tying your worth to it. But the thing about being addicted to achievement, it's great to be goal-oriented. It's great to achieve things. But when you're addicted to achievement and you base your entire self-worth on achievements, you're missing out on this whole beautiful life around you. And when you get to the end of life, are you going to look at your list of achievements and say, that was the most fulfilling aspect of my life, was the things that I crossed off my list every day, the achievements that I went after? Now, some of them, of course, are going to feel extremely important, right? A huge sense of accomplishment for some of those things. But what about those little moments that you didn't get a chance to enjoy? The, the stop and smelling of the flowers, the being in the moment, the pouring into your kids or just sitting with your kids while you play a game without, you know, feeling like you have to be working during it or achieving something or telling your kids, I'm too busy to play. Because at the end of your life, it's the memories. It's the relationships. Those are going to be what is most important to you. Those are going to be the things that you truly remember, that truly give you that emotional juice, that emotional connection, those feelings. It's not going to be the goals that you crushed. It's not going to be all the achievements that you chased after and didn't ever feel a sense of accomplishment, accomplishment for. Life is Your life is a circle. You have a wheel of life. You have your physical health your mental, emotional health, your spiritual health, your finances, your career, your relationships, your community, your parenting, your all of that is in a wheel. And if you're only focused on your goals, your achievements, your finances, and your career, and that's really fulfilled, but nothing else 
is getting your attention, nothing else is getting your focus, you're going to feel a void. You're going to feel unbalanced. And those achievements aren't going to fill that. It's the little moments. It's the rest days. I'm giving you permission to rest. I'm giving you permission to feel worthy and love regardless if you're in a season of achieving or if you're in a season of growth and healing. We all have different seasons of life and you have to allow yourself to move fluidly and flow through those seasons without judgment, without shame. And for me, for a long time, if I wasn't achieving something, I felt shame. I didn't feel worthy. And when I finally was able to release that, when I was finally able to truly love myself for who I am and feel worthy regardless, life became so much brighter. My relationships became so much deeper and more meaningful. I was so much more present in those moments, those vacations with my family, or when my daughter was sick, I could be there for her. I do stop and smell the roses. I look at, I hug trees, <laughs> you know? I feel my feet in the sand. I allow myself days to rest. I allow myself time in my day where I'm not running after, squeezing every ounce of every minute of every day to accomplish things, to check off another box on my to-do list. To-do lists are not what you're going to remember at the end of this life. So I want you to love yourself a little bit more. Give yourself some grace. Know that whether you're in a season of hustle or whether you're in a season of rest, you're worthy. You're worthy because you are. I hope this was helpful or gave you some insight and awareness today. And if it did, if it brought any value to your life, share it on your social media, tag me. So grateful that you spent another week with me here. And remember, life is not a bitch. Life is a beach. <laughs>